0: Welcome to Doggy Dish, where two of LA's best dog trainers serve up a hearty helping of dog topics. At the end of this podcast, we'll provide information on how to contact our trainers. And now, here they are.
1: Hi, this is Laura Burheny from Animal Attraction Unlimited. And Kim Reinhart with Ain't Misbehaving
2: Canine. And what are we
1: going to talk about today, Kim?
2: I think today we're going to talk about dogs for protection or dogs as protection.
1: Correct. You mean the people who, like, not protection-trained dogs?
2: I think we should cover both. Yeah, maybe I
1: think some, yeah. put those in there a little bit. Yeah. But, but people th- who well want to get a dog to protect their family.
2: Yes. But that's about protection-trained dogs, because a lot of people think that they want a protection-trained dog. In their
1: family. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And
2: honestly, you know, I think both of us share the same view, which is, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. (laughs) Right. You know, I think that most people, I think that people don't realize that having a dog can be protection. It can't be your only line of of defense. Right. A big howitzer. Yeah. (laughs) Works for that. Well, dogs can serve a lot of different functions in protection. There are dogs who would protect you. There are a lot of dogs who would not protect you. But the truth of the matter is, that the answer to that if you're looking for protection is not necessarily to go out and get a protection trained dog because it's a huge responsibility.
1: It is. It is a huge responsibility. and You need to take a look at the liab- at the liability for that
2: of having a biting dog of any sort, whether oh, yeah. it's protection trained or not protection trained. Right. There are people who have dogs that show some aggression, and um, they you think go it's out a good idea to go. Yeah, you go out yeah. to work with them, and they say, "Well, I want him to be kind of protective. You know, I do want him to protect me. I just don't want him to be, savaging my neighbor." <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and you try to explain to them that well. We can't change your dog's ability to make good choices. We cannot change your dog's inherent judgment skills. What we can do is teach your dog not to bite. And you can't have it both ways. When you have a dog that
1: that does not have a good idea of who is a threat and who isn't a threat, he just thinks everybody's a threat, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, I want you to protect me when it's a bad guy, but I don't want you to protect me
2: against the pizza guy. And I think that that's really common. I think that people get dogs that, a lot of dogs, the reason that they are, are inappropriately aggressive is because they're insecure. Frequently, I've gone to work with people who have dogs that are being inappropriate and have the potential to bite somebody, and that is a huge liability. Sorry, I had to adjust myself there. Uh, My my (laughs) microphone. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whole other show. But anyway, so, but I think that people have dogs that they don't want to get rid of it. They just want you to change it. They want you to magically change it so that the dog will still protect them in the wrong set of circumstances. Right. And will know. We'll, but will know the difference, right? And and let me tell you something. This is a product of Hollywood because the way that you get the idea that that actually happens is by watching too many movies. Yeah. The reality of the situation is there are dogs who, the, the, mo- the best protection that you can ever have is a dog that is friendly and confident with people. Right. Because that is a dog that is... Going oh, to be more a, likely to know when somebody's an actual threat. It has a higher likelihood of being able to make those choices. Right. That's right. Dogs that are that are defensive and aggressive are just as likely, or actually ten times more likely, to bite your friend, your family member, or your neighbor right. than they are to actually stop an intruder because a dog like that is usually doing it because they're not confident. And so if they get into a situation where there's an intruder and that person acts scary enough, mm-hmm. that's the dog might that back will down. frequently turn tail and run. Well, they right. were, are, they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah. So there's two ways to protect yourself, fight or flight. And the dog that will fight the friendly neighbor might choose flight when somebody comes in and it's right. actually truly a threat.
1: Right. Because because up until now, everybody has backed down, and then this person truly is not going to back
2: down, and the dog is going to go... <gasps> Oh my God! What do I do? I'm really scared. Yeah. And the and the way that I've dealt with this prior to this is to be aggressive. But you're not. You're backing calling me, down, me on it. So I think I better run for my life. Right. Right. So the dog. Forget that, the people in the house. Go ahead, <laughs> take them. <laughs> take them. Take all over. Take them. You know, there are people who have dogs that are really friendly. I mean, certainly there have been home invasion robberies and that kind of thing that where, and you and you read about them in the paper right. where the people had a dog and the dog was no protection at all. The best protection that your dog usually is is that they make noise. They make a lot of noise. So it is unlikely that if you have a dog, someone's going to be able to sneak up on you unless your dog is very complacent. I have Australian Shepherds. You're not going to sneak up on me. You're not <laughs> going to sneak up. I'm just <laughs> simply not going to have it. are very vocal. And
1: that's, and that's another thing is that, you know what, quite often a dog for protection can just translate into a dog that barks when when there's somebody around the house. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When there's somebody outside or whatever. It's an alarm barker. It's more of a deterrent. Than mm-hmm. protection, mm-hmm. because burglars and stuff like that are more likely to just
2: move on to the next house. Absolutely, and you know I've been to houses where people have dogs that were that were tough, were aggressive, and that probably would bite somebody if they broke in. The problem is that those dogs had to be locked up because they would also bite visitors that came to the house, and so they presented this huge liability to the homeowner. Right. That was my first dog bite. That
1: was that was the first time I ever got bit. I was five years old was my babysitter and my babysitter's daughter. Actually, my mom was in the hospital having my younger sister. Mm-hmm. And they knew this dog was aggressive. They knew this dog was not great with strangers. And they always kept this dog locked in the backyard when we were there. Well, one day, the back door didn't get right. closed all the way. And, and the I got bit. And,
2: and I was five years old. And the, and the funny thing about that, and, and you know, the... The other part of that story is being locked in the backyard most of the time meant that if there had been in kind of any kind of home invasion, the likelihood that somebody would have forgotten to leave the door closed on that day is not great. Right. So the dog would the have. The dog's useless at that point anyway. It was a German Shepherd. It was a big dog. Yeah. You know, I was
1: lucky. He only bit me twice. Yeah. You know, it was a few stitches.
2: Well, I'm looking at your face. I've not seen any obvious it Was it? Scars, wasn't my face. It was oh, my okay. leg. Really? It was my oh, leg. Well I was that's lying. Lucky. Yeah. I was. I was lying on the floor too. Wow. Okay. I was lying on the floor playing with a balloon. Well, so the problem, or the thing that you need to think about, if you're if you're thinking about a dog as a form of protection, and believe me, I feel safer because I have my dogs. Without question, don't yeah, you? Absolutely. absolutely.
1: And that's why yeah. you know when I was single, oh yeah. Once I had it, you know, when I had my dogs, oh yeah, and I lived in a house that um, backed up to an alley, mm-hmm. in not such a great part of town. I was very happy I had my dogs. I know people who oh the dog's in the backyard. I want my dog to protect my wife and kids when I'm not home, but we won't let him in the house. That's useless. I mean even if even if it were a good idea, mm-hmm. the dog's
2: not in the house to protect your family. I don't understand that. If you want a dog to protect you, the best dog to have is a well-socialized, confident family pet. <laughs> a dog that has good social skills, isn't afraid of people, that is good and can be around your family and can be in the presence of your family, right. that dog is the one that is most likely to to actually be a protection. There are people who go out and buy protection-trained dogs, and I, and I shudder at this because, honestly, a protection-trained dog is a huge, huge responsibility. Yeah. The amount of work that you have to do to keep a dog... In fact, you know, it's so funny. There's a show on Bravo that's the Real Housewives, mm-hmm. one of the Real Housewives, and there's one of them on there that they were showing that they had gotten this gr- big German shepherd and they were having a protection train. And I just laughed because in all the shows or in the, the segments that I'm a huge reality TV person, I'm addicted to it, so that's my <laughs> my guilty pleasure. That's Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so... <laughs> Please don't judge her based on that, yeah, I Don't judge me. I don't care. I'm watching it anyway. So anyway, the, the um, segments that I've watched, I have never seen this dog, not one time, which tells me that the dog is hardly... An installation in their house that's there all right. the time. That, that that tells me that the dog needs to be managed. But he's not safe away there with from all the camera people. people. Away from people, right. right. And so,
1: Which means that he shouldn't have ever been trained to bite. You know, the aggressive dogs who are who are aggressive naturally are dogs that you should never, ever teach it's okay to bite.
2: Well, and how much protection can that dog be? Right. How much protection can that dog really be? Because You have to lock him, have him away to because to the... Lock him away. Right.
1: Because the phone man comes over, and guess what? He's not a phone man. He's a burglar or robber. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Thank you for not going there. I saw that R coming out. I said, don't go yeah. there. But yeah, absolutely, the, the, you have to be really careful. You have to really think about it if you're going to use a dog for protection. I have had dogs that I knew unequivocally would protect me with their lives. Me too. I mean, absolutely, I knew that me they would protect me with their lives. However, what I will tell you about them is that they were dogs that were fabulous with people, absolutely trustworthy to the nth degree. I mean, they were just wonderful social friendly, active dogs that I could take with me, that I could have with me all over the place. I could take them out in public. I could have them in my home. And that they would come to my defense. I, I don't ever question that they would come to my defense if there was an issue. The dogs that I think wouldn't come to my defense are the dogs that I've had that were not confident. and and not Unconfident dogs uh, account for a large percentage of dogs that growl and are snappy with people. Right. But it's ironic because when you go into work with a person that has a dog like that, they are constantly, the, the, the theme is, well, but I want you to teach him to only go after people who are a threat. I want you to teach how him, him to know dog the difference. supposed to distinguish that? Judgment is something that they have. Judgment is something that they have. I'm not a violent person, but if you tried to hurt my mother and I was in the, around, you would you would see a very, very bad side of me, a very potentially aggressive side of me because I have the judgment. I'm not an aggressive person and I am social and I am gregarious and I do get along with people, but I would defend those that I love. I have the confidence to do it. If I was not a very confident person, I probably wouldn't be inclined to do it. Right. And if I wasn't very social, I probably wouldn't be inclined to do it because I wouldn't you be would, out. You would in see a everybody situation. as a stress. That's as, right. as a stress, as a threat. That's right. I would be someone that um, my mom wouldn't go out in public with. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, of the dogs that you've had that you knew that would protect you, mm-hmm. give me an idea of what they were like. I know um, one of them, and he wasn't very good around people. So he was he wasn't, but he would have he would have protected me with his life. But the I problem mean, he with got... that is that you couldn't really have him out around exact situation. Right. Yeah. Um.
1: But. If I ever had to go answer the door and it was, you know, the sun had gone down and Cliff wasn't home, guess who I took to the door with me? Because he wasn't overtly aggressive. It's not like he's standing there trying to kill somebody as they're standing there. If I put him in a sit-stay, he would stay in a sit-stay. He wasn't going to go after somebody for no reason. He had a specific issue, and unless you actually put your hands on him and he didn't know you, that was the problem. So as long
2: as the person wasn't touching him, they were fine. And I'm assuming that you worked with him to lessen. Oh, absolutely. Response. When I first got him. Oh, it yeah. wasn't like you said, oh, well, you know what, I know this dog would protect me, therefore I don't want to lessen his response. No. You tried to pull that. You, if you had your way, you would have made it so that he would not, he would have been trustworthy around everybody.
1: Yeah. And and actually I did. I made huge, I made huge progress in right. the, you know, in the years that I had him before he died. And, um, but yeah, he always went, he went with me and he, he was a very sweet looking dog, but he was a big dog. And so, although... Facially he didn't look
2: intimidating, physically he did. Right. But I think that that was one dog. I know another dog that you had that would have protected you and that dog was trustworthy about pe- around people. Gemini. You think she would have protected me? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, because I think Gemini was confident around people. Yeah. I don't think that she – and I think that the best dogs – sorry, I didn't mean to – Gemini has passed on, and so I think I and just – And so did the first dog we – actually,
1: <laughs> I think all of the dogs – no, my oldest dog right now, when he was younger, he would have in a second. Yeah. He he would – and he would still try. Right. He would still try, but I wouldn't want to put him in that situation.
2: Oh my God, she's tearing up. I am. Oh great, if you do, I will. I'm never going to have sorry, this whole I'm thing. To but <laughs> you know, and
1: then in my my other shepherd magic, who you who you never
2: met, he would have protected me. Mm-hmm. Although well, I that's got, what I, thought we I had him about. because oh, I was Sherman. First. Oh Sherman, okay. Sherman, right? Well, I've had like I said, I've had a couple, and they were dogs that you would never guess. I mean, I had a pansy, yeah, who would have protected me with her life absolutely hands down and yet she was lovely with people and other animals and um i could take her anywhere and did take her anywhere because i was uh, you know i was living alone and did a lot of traveling on my own and would take her with me and um she was absolutely wonderful not not aggressive at car windows or any of those things but i know for a fact that she would have help me. And in fact, yeah. I had a friend, we used to go to dog shows, um, and my friend said, I'd love to travel with you and Pansy. Pansy was a pit bull, by the way. Her name was Pansy for a reason, because I called her that, because I liked it. But um, anyway, <laughs> and she said to me, you know, I love traveling with you, because when we go to a dog show, she and I would go to dog shows together, and a lot of times we would stay, we would go out of town, so we would stay at hotels. And she said, I, I loved going, because when we would when we go to a, a show, and we these shows would be in parks, she said, it's so funny, I'll I'll leave to go to the restroom, and when I come back, I can see pansies watching me all the way back, making Make sure, sure, sure nothing happens.
1: There and back safely. Yes, yeah. making my sure was, nothing happened. My first
2: pit bull would have, would have protected me, too. Yeah, absolutely. And he was he a very, have. very friendly dog. Oh, my God. Lovely, so wonderful. social. But so, so social. He was probably your best protection. Of all the dogs that we've talked about, with, with because it was more Gemini. social. Well, Gemini because she could was, take him anywhere. Right, but Gemini, I could take anywhere too. But
1: I'm not 100 percent sure. Gemini, I'm not. She, I think she would have tried to protect me, but I think that because she was a very soft dog, and she was also um, um, not uh, her her pain threshold wasn't huge. So I think
2: one good whack from somebody would have backed her down. Right. But but the point is, I think. That I'd like to discourage people from thinking that because they have a dog that is growly and menacing, that that's going to make them good for protection. Yeah, that they're doing themselves any favor, right? That or that they,
1: or that they get a, they get a dog who doesn't have a great temperament and who is biting people out of, you know, already, and then they think, well, you know what? Let's teach him to go bite. Let's teach him
2: to let, let's make him into a protection dog. Or they're happy. They, they kind of like that part about their dog. Yeah. Because even though the reality is they are more likely to get sued because their dog inappropriate. Their dog actually is more of a liability than anything yeah. because he has the potential to, to bite somebody right. and cause them to get sued. But they think it's good because they want protection. Protection with a dog, your best line of protection with a dog, again, is that they are a very good alarm system. Yeah. They will let you know when someone's coming in, and they will let s- somebody know that they're there. And that is a deterrent. F- Unless there are dogs that bark all the time. We have a friend who's a trainer, and next door to
1: her lives a cop, and he works nights. And his wife is there. His wife and kid are there. And he has a German Shepherd that lives in the backyard, is never allowed in the house, and that dog barks 24-7. And when my, f- when our friend has mentioned it to him and complained he says well I want the dog there to protect my family I want to know I want them to know when somebody's you know around how do you know the dog is barking constantly Right. the dog is barking constantly so how is anybody in the neighborhood supposed to know anything is different right and the dog is barking because he's back in the backyard by himself and nobody pays attention to him and if somebody broke in the front he wouldn't be any, he wouldn't he, be any because good he's anyway. not in the house right exactly he's not in the house that's why. and saying. he has no relationship to the people yes. even if he, even if the woman ran to the back door and let the dog in. The dog would probably go out the front door. Right. See ya, I'm out of here. He to get out he Yeah, he has no relationship with her, so why would, he, why would he protect her anyway?
2: Yeah. Again, the best dog that you can ever have protect, for protection is a dog that is confident, is happy. You can have a dog that's way too happy-go-lucky that maybe wouldn't protect you, but they'll bark.
1: Right. They'll make
2: noise. And you never know about the dog that is going to... I, the reason I think that most of my dogs would protect me is I know that we have a really strong relationship. So if I'm if I'm in a position where I'm imperiled, I think, or if I'm fighting back, they're going to throw in. They're going to yeah. they're going to join me and they're going to help. Even me Even if the it's fight. a butt bite. Yes. They're right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it, that's what I think Jim and I would do. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. The truth is, just coming in and being a presence and trying to help yeah. would be something and distracting um, for you to. Yes. And by the way, I hope something. that I that I never have to like. You know, be able to tell a real story about this because I don't want to. Yeah. But getting a dog specifically for protection is not is not a good idea. No, and you know, if you think that the answer is to get a protection trained dog, then you should know that that is going to take hours and hours and hours of work. If you have a protection tra- a dog that has actually been protection trained, that dog's training should continue throughout its entire life. Exactly. And it should continue to have specific protection training for its entire life. And do not believe for a minute that dogs that have been protection trained don't bite inappropriately. They do. There have been yes. lawsuits, there have been people who have sold protection trained dogs who had a very large business selling protection trained dogs, and those people have been sued for dogs that have either attacked family members or actually the person who got the dog, right? You know, I don't I don't want to end up with all the protection trainers making a big deal out of this, but it's potentially hazardous and i think that if you're going to if you're going to get a dog for protection first of all figure out what is it what is it you're so afraid of <laughs> right right okay what is it you're so afraid of because honestly having you know you if you're if you're going to especially if you're going to get a protection trade dog you really have to figure out what what is this imminent danger that you're in and then do the risks outweigh the benefits because there are big risks to having a dog that will bite
1: yeah and you need to check with your homeowner's insurance and decide also what kind of signs you want up on your on your fences. Because if you're going to have that, you need to have some kind of warning. But at the same time, you know, if you've trained a dog to bite, your liability is much higher than just the average person who has a dog that oh, bites. Oh, yeah. Because you're saying... I trained my dog to bite. I knew there was means, this potential. Right. I knew there was this potential and that's why you know guard dog on duty. Even if the dog even if that particular dog wasn't trained to bite, chances are if he does bite, they're going to say you knew the dog was dangerous because otherwise you wouldn't have those guard dog signs up. Right. Right? But also a dog who has been trained to bite has learned to bite down really hard on a sleeve and hold on. Mhm. So his bite is going to be that much worse than your average pet dog who bites somebody. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, my, my pet peeve is people who have dogs that are that are sort of aggressive, mm-hmm. and then they just want to get involved in some sport where they teach the dog to bite. Yeah. Because if you actually are going, if in the business of, of working with protection dogs, or mm-hmm. if you actually are in a dog sport that has aggressive dogs, you should have a dog that is 150% reliable, which means it's not so important the Teaching them to bite isn't the important part. It's the teaching them to control it that's right. the important part. And yeah. the hard part and the part that takes dedication and continuous training. Right. Biting is a behavior they can all do. Every one of them. Yeah. Your mildest dog can bite and will bite under the right set of circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Every dog will. Yeah. Yeah. So just consider that. Consider the fact that dogs are, are protective. Or protection for you because of their presence, because of the sounds that they make. Right. And a, the best dog in the world for protection is a friendly, confident, and no. social dog. Social. A dog that is not afraid to be around people. Right. A dog that is confident and friendly and, and doesn't social doesn't look at everybody with, with suspicion. And there is no way. There is no way to teach a dog good judgment. They yeah. either have it or they don't. Yeah. And if they don't... You're not going to teach it to them. Right. And and contrary to what, you know, television would like us to believe, there are not dogs that just turn on on a cue. Yeah. Dogs that turn on on a cue, actual protection dogs that turn on on a cue, will also turn off without the cue. Or turn on with without the on cue. Turn on without the cue. Yeah, yeah okay. they absolutely will. They Thanks, will. I got lost there for a second. No, I know, because I'm getting excited, but they absolutely will. So that's another, you know... I think you watch enough TV, and you start to think that there are dogs out there that that people can say kill, and the dog right. will suddenly burst into action and become their protection right. dog. Because if the bite is reinforcing enough for the dog, the dog is going to go looking for it on his own. Why Why would he wait for the cue? That's right. That's right. So, if in a, with a very experienced handler that has a fantastic relationship and works with the dog very well, they might have that dog under a pretty good, pretty good control. But. When, Unless you're going to do all those things, nah, it's yeah. not going to happen.
1: Yep, I've seen it happen too many times. I've heard stories of it happening too many times. I have to, you know, locally, a I couple have of to. pretty well-known people. I have to. Yeah, the where soul. the dogs, where the dogs turn on. Yeah, where the dogs turn on them, and and especially when it's a European-trained protection dog, which I think is the worst. Only in that. You have a dog flown over, and you feel compelled, like, okay, now I have to take it. I paid $15,000 for this dog, and gosh darn it, I'm going to make it work. And you have no idea of the dog's
2: training level, his skill level. You have no idea of his judgment. Even if he has great training level and great skill level and great judgment, what's your skill level and training level and judgment? Right, right. Because it's a partnership.
1: Yeah, And and it could be like putting an Uzi in the hands of a Nine-year-old,
2: right, or someone with a bad temper, right, right, <laughs> a bad, bad, <laughs> so mood that some day. impulsive person with a bad temper. You just never know. I mean, it, it's it's you got to be careful. So, okay, I think uh, that's it on our. Protection that's dog all thing. we have to say about protection dogs. This is Kim Reinhardt with Aint Misbehaving Canine and Laura Berhenny from Animal Attraction
1: Unlimited. Thank you for joining us. Take care.
0: You have been listening to Doggy Dish, a podcast series about dog training and other related issues. To suggest a topic for a future segment, please email us at dogdishtopics at yahoo.com. To learn more about our featured trainers, or if you're interested in training for your own dog and you live in the Los Angeles area, you may contact Laura or Kim directly. To speak with Laura, call 818-800-4818 or visit her website, at www.petdogtrainer.com to speak with Kim. Call 818-890-1133 or visit her website at www.begooddog.com. Thank you for listening.